Hey guys, welcome back to the show. Today we're going to be talking about Teen Vogue and how much I really detest Teen Vogue. And I know a magazine aimed at teenage girls may seem like a strange thing to have such strong feelings about, but trust me, odds are after this video, you're gonna hate it too. When I was a young teen slash tween, like 12 to maybe 15 years old, I was really into those teeny bopper type magazines. Tiger Beat, Bop, and J14 I think are some of the ones that I used to read. And they used to have things like interviews with celebrities, posters of boy bands, and you know, like lip gloss recommendations or whatever. Cringy? Absolutely, but overall pretty harmless, if not wholesome content. That was like 10 years ago, and I don't know if you've been keeping track, but uh, apparently teen magazines have changed a good amount. Specifically, Teen Vogue isn't quite what it used to be. As recently as six, maybe seven years ago, Teen Vogue looked indistinguishable from the types of magazines that I used to read. Teenaged actresses or singers were on their covers, and there were stories like how to make it as a fashion blogger, or crushing hard how to tell him you want to be more than friends. Ah, so innocent to be young again. But fast forward to 2019 and Teen Vogue's content has changed somewhat. Yes, there are still the usual fluff articles that you would expect the average 15-year-old girl to like. Things talking about Jonas Brothers lyrics or leopard print skirts. But now, strangely enough, there are also articles like this. Yep, in May of 2018, Teen Vogue published an article called Anal Sex, What You Need to Know. And uh, yeah, understandably, people were concerned. Yeah, I remember when that article came out, a ton of parents were just outraged that a magazine targeted toward their young daughters would be discussing such things. Because, you know, for a lot of moms and dads, I think they were freaked out by the possibility that, you know, you're going through the checkout at the grocery store, standing around, you see a magazine called Teen Vogue, you decide to pick it up for your 14-year-old daughter, you figure she's gonna get some skincare tips, some news about music the youth is interested in, but no, bam! Guide to Anal Sex. Look, I'm not here to kink shame anyone's bedroom practices, alright? You do you, consenting adults and all that. I just think that there are some things that are not exactly appropriate to be in magazines targeted toward teenage girls. I mean, if you're still posting articles like seven tips for how to get over a crush or what you should do if your best friend starts dating your crush, your target demographic's gotta be what, 15? maybe 16, although I'd say that's pushing it. Maybe tips for like anal sex and how to get over your crush should probably be targeted at different age groups. So yeah, there was an uproar about that article, but I wanted to make this video because that one article isn't all that's wrong with Teen Vogue. Teen Vogue as a whole now is just garbage. And aside from trying to teach your teenage daughters tips for anal sex and Again, I want to make it very clear to everyone watching this that yes, Teen Vogue did try to teach your teenage daughter tips for anal sex. What I also want current parents, future parents, and really just all of society to know about Teen Vogue is that they have a huge progressive slant. On this show, we often talk about problems with society, and I've noticed that anytime I bring up a problem with society, I'll always get a handful of comments from guys saying things like, this is all because we gave women the right to vote. Never should have done that. It's 
it's the women's fault. I am nowhere near that blackpilled about my own gender, but I will say that it's true that a lot of the policies that I believe at least are kind of chipping away at our culture and society are progressive ones. Anti-theist secularism, mass migration, destruction of the family, big government policies. And women, overwhelmingly more so than men, do tend to be the supporters of these awful policies. So I can see why the odd angry incel might be inclined to blame all of civilization's problems on those pesky women, but the thing is, women being more progressive than men is a new thing. It wasn't always like this. In fact, as one study found, quote, this article finds firmer evidence than has previously been presented that men are more left-wing than women in older birth cohorts, while women are more left-wing than men in younger cohorts. In older cohorts, women are more right-wing primarily because of their greater religiosity and the high salience of religiosity for left-right self-placement and vote choice in older cohorts. It's a pretty well-established fact that women tend to be more religious than men. So when Christianity was the dominant religion in the West, that meant that women were, on average, more Christian than men and therefore more conservative. However, as other ideologies like secularism or feminism began to become the trendy new religions on the block, women began to become more left-leaning. So if you dislike progressive politics and you're looking for someone to blame, don't blame women. Blame secularism blame feminism. I think it's fair to say that women do feel a stronger need to enforce morality than men do, but as history has shown us, in the context of a Christian society, that does not mean that women are more progressive than men. In fact, it means the opposite. Only in societies where progressivism specifically is preached as the ultimate moral good do women latch onto that ideology. And as outlets like Teen Vogue go to show, in our current society, women are that progressive BS from the time that they are tweens, if not younger. We can't wonder why, oh why are young girls so progressive nowadays when the articles that they're reading preach nothing but progressivism. Teen Vogue is chock full of articles like Donald Trump's racism should not surprise you. And also, the cost of toxic masculinity, which labels things like sexual violence, bullying and violence, depression, suicide, and binge drinking as, quote, harmful outcomes of putting pressure on men to act a certain way. Wait, so if toxic masculinity is to blame when men have depression and kill themselves, is toxic femininity to blame when women do the same? I have a feeling the answer is no. And to my surprise, Teen Vogue even released a piece comparing R. Kelly to Brett Kavanaugh. The article actually reads that, quote, of course, there is a marked difference between R. Kelly and Kavanaugh. Kelly has been repeatedly accused of heinous crimes, including abusing young girls, and has been formally charged with and previously acquitted of some of these crimes. Kavanaugh has never been charged and has been publicly accused of sexual assault one time. These are notably different circumstances, but their public statements were similar. Both men focused on how the allegations personally hurt them, and both men cried. I mean, sure, R. Kelly actually has a long history of allegations and, you know, evidence supporting the idea that he is an abuser where none of that exists for Kavanaugh. But you know what? Both men were upset. So I, I think, I think we know 
what that means. There's also an article in here about how activists can fight back against immigration and customs enforcement, where Teen Vogue actually has the audacity to tell its Teen Vogue readers to, quote, demand sanctuary policies in your city or town. This author wrote that, quote, to help encourage the implementation of sanctuary policies in your town, meet with local officials and leaders and urge them to stand in solidarity with immigrants. But also consider how you might create a sanctuary more broadly in the world around you. Build community with immigrants. Write to people who are detained, like immigrants in detention, who face severe isolation, to let them know that they are not alone. Call me old-fashioned, call me a no-good stick in the mud, but I don't think I would want my teenage daughter being pen pals with some random detained migrant. And do you want to know how I know that article is targeted toward minors, not older teens like 18 or 19 year olds? It doesn't mention voting one single time. You know why? Because these teens that they're targeting are not old enough to vote. And then there's also the video content that Teen Vogue produces, which is predictably the same type of BuzzFeed SJW nonsense that we've seen on this channel before. Today, the average American woman is plus-sized. She doesn't wear a size 4 or even a 10. She wears between a 14 and a 16. There are drastically fewer plus-size clothes available in retail stores. Even online, there are radically fewer styles to choose from. Most women choose to make do with the options they have, rather than waste time shopping in stores that make them feel ignored or shamed. When they're stocked at all, plus sizes are often stigmatized in their own section, in corners, and out of the way spots. If companies can get over their elitism and fat phobia, they can unlock an entire group of people to their brand. And maybe this time, the plus size revival will be for real. Maybe, just maybe, brands don't really cater as much to plus sized people because a lot of them do sell internationally and the rest of the world just isn't as fat as America is. Also, statistically speaking, obese people are overrepresented in lower income groups, so Maybe they're not buying as many clothes. Just saying. And next, we also have this heaping question mark of a production. It's important that we really break down what are we talking about when we talk about sex and gender, and is there something called biological sex? This idea that the body is either male or female is totally wrong. When I say I'm a woman, I don't just mean that I identify as a woman. I mean that my biology is the biology of a woman, regardless of whether or not doctors agree. Too many people still believe that there's such a thing as a true sex and that it comes from your chromosomes. It's not the case. Science has known this for decades and it's actually a consensus in science and uncontroversial. I don't care if you're a progressive parent or a conservative parent, you probably shouldn't be giving your children access to materials that will make them fail biology class. Probably not a good move for their future. Oh, and speaking of denying biology, there was also that article about six period myths and the truth about them, which asserted that it just isn't true that only women get periods. And that quote, because people of all identities both get and don't get periods, it's important that we use gender neutral language when talking about them and to have menstrual products that cater to anyone and everyone. And most recently, and in my opinion, upsettingly, there is this piece, as well. Just a few days ago, Teen Vogue released this article, which detailed how to get an abortion if you're a teen without your parents knowing. I honestly find it really, really hard 
to defend what the West has become sometimes, just on principle. I think right now, a crusade may be exactly what we need. Even if you are pro-choice, you've got to admit, there's an issue of being age-appropriate that has gone out the window here. This is the kind of material that today's young women are growing up with. And if this is what they're reading when they're 15 or 16, what do you think they're gonna be like in their 20s or their 30s? This is why we can't ignore the issue of culture or outlets like Teen Vogue. Do you really think that any girl who grows up reading this filth when she turns 18 is gonna cast a vote for a Republican or any conservative? Of course not! And actually, the question of being age-appropriate is the other issue I have with Teen Vogue. You know what? Parrot your lefty, progressive talking points all you want, that's one thing. But when you start giving tips for anal sex to teens who still don't know how to tell their crush that they like like them, that's where you've absolutely lost me. Yep, you've got it right, that anal sex article, and I cannot believe how many times in this video I've had to say anal sex, goodbye any hope of monetization. That's not the only time that Teen Vogue has been, if you ask me, grossly inappropriate. They've also written about when it's safe to send a partner nude photos, an all-inclusive vibrator gift guide to, you know, give the gift of self-pleasure, and how pegasm orgasms may cause health problems, doctors say. Oh yeah, and of course there was also the article of what to do if your partner doesn't want to go down on you. In case, you know, that crush that you liked, liked, liked you back, but now doesn't want to reciprocate. Just typical schoolyard problems. I've talked about this before, but the progressive left is smart, or should I say devious. By and large, they may not be having kids of their own, but they're sure as heck going after yours. This garbage is what they're exposing your kids to at school, in movies, and music, in magazines. It's everywhere. Younger generations aren't more progressive because that's just the accurate way of seeing the world, they're more progressive because they've been indoctrinated to be that way. My advice to everyone watching this, whether you're a parent now or you hope to be a parent in the future, is to be vigilant in monitoring the type of materials that your child is exposed to. And to any progressives who might be watching this saying, oh, so you're just trying to indoctrinate your child and shield them from any outside influences? No. I'm trying to prevent the indoctrination. I plan on teaching my kids about all types of political ideologies and exposing them to a variety of sources. I, I really do. I just wouldn't want my 14-year-olds being told about the best types of vibrators to buy or the best ways to meet up with random migrants. And maybe that makes me a bad progressive, but it sure as heck wouldn't make me a bad mother. But in any case, those are just my thoughts about... <sighs> Teen Vogue, and I would love to know what you guys think. Am I overreacting to this? And when, oh, when did teen magazines change so gosh darn much? As always, let me know. But that's it for now. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, and I'll see you next time.